Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The 93rd Academy Awards will take place on Sunday. But unlike previous years, it's going to be held in several locations. Two in Los Angeles, a couple of places in Europe. All of that obviously in response to COVID-related protocols and travel restrictions. Now, hosting a multi-location award ceremony is a pretty challenging feat, especially at a time when Hollywood is still trying to figure out how exactly to produce television and films in the middle of a pandemic. Media mogul Tyler Perry is given credit, oftentimes for helping the entertainment industry make a lot of headway in that particular department. And he'll receive an honorary statuette at this year's ceremony for his efforts to get Hollywood back to work and his other humanitarian work as well. Last summer, he created a bubble at his Atlanta-based studio dubbed Camp Quarantine. His publicist says that his production company was able to shoot several shows and work with hundreds of people, and they had no positive COVID cases. So on today's episode, we're revisiting a conversation I had with him last August about how he was able to build that bubble at Tyler Perry Studios and what the experience was really like inside. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. Actor, writer, director, and producer Tyler Perry has been behind dozens of films and TV series. He runs his own production facility on a 330-acre lot in Atlanta, Georgia. Early last year, Perry was all set to start production there on the second season of his show, Sisters. But then the pandemic hit. What I usually do at the top of the year is I'll write all of my scripts and I'll go into production around March because it's cooler in Atlanta. It's better for the crew. It's the best time to go in. You know, it's right after, right during and right after pollen season. So I had, I was all ready to go. It was March 16th. I'm, I'm watching, I'm reading, I'm paying attention to all that's happening with the, the numbers. And I go, okay, we have to shut down. How did you know Tyler, how did you, what were you looking at and how are you gathering your information and knowledge at that point to make your decisions? Unfortunately, I had a crew member who was working on another show named Charles Gregory Ross. He was an Emmy Award nominated uh, hair designer who ended up in the hospital with COVID. And he was, you know, sending out information saying how bad it was. And, and he, he died. I'm sorry. He, and that was sobering for me. And then when I started to see the numbers on African-American people and Latin, uh, Latino people, I was like, whoa, whoa, this thing is affecting us in much, much larger numbers. So I, I thought, I've got all these people that are working for me. So I knew that I could not put them in harm's way. So I had to come up with something. But Charles's unfortunate death to, to this virus was very sobering. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that, Tyler. I mean, I, you know, the reality is that, that um, sadly, they say one in seven of us now in, in the United States will either know somebody who's contracted the virus or, or died from it. And as you may also know, by the end of this year, it's, it's, it's expected to be the third leading cause of death in the United States. You made the decision at some point that, look, even in the midst of this, we could 
potentially return to production. When you started thinking about that, were you confident it could be done? I, I, I was studying and getting all the information. So once I started to get the information and understand this virus a lot more, I thought maybe this is possible to get to everyone together, get reduce the crew size, uh, social distance, do all the rules that the unions are asking, that the state is asking, that the city is asking, but also get us all at the studio, let us all live here during the production period. And we got that number down to 360 people and we all moved in and we just finished our first television show successfully with no positives throughout the, uh, throughout the quarantine bubble. A big part of the bubble's success was the 30-page plan Tyler developed to keep everyone safe for the two weeks they were actually shooting. I played a small role in the plan because when Tyler was developing it, he called me and some of my colleagues to ask for medical advice. What Tyler ended up doing was focusing a lot on testing. Before the cast even got to the set, they were tested and asked to quarantine for 16 days in their hometown. After that, they traveled to Atlanta via private plane. And once they arrived, they got tested again. Testing for cast and crew continued every four days. And the entire time, everyone was required to wear a mask. The only exception was when they were filming a scene. It was weird, honestly. K.J. Smith is one of the stars on Sistas, and she said wearing masks on set took some getting used to. It was like, okay, throw your mask on. Okay, let's go over the next scene. What's next? All right, take the mask off. And now we do the scene. All right, throw the mask on. It was really uncomfortable the first the first few times. But after the first couple days, we, we all were able to just get into the groove. Keeping everyone safe and on set was expensive. Tyler estimates it cost approximately $18 million and depended on access to thousands of tests. Tyler also wanted to make sure the cast and crew were comfortable in his Atlanta studios, which are on the site of a former Army base. I have all of these uh, homes that were built in the 1800s that are beautiful. They're beautifully historic homes, and they're on the National Historic Registry. So that's where a lot of people stayed. And we brought in 356 rooms, brand new rooms. We had movie night on the lawn. We had church service on Sunday morning outside on the lawn. We had uh, food trucks. We had alcohol trucks. And, you know, we were working 12 to 14-hour days, so those rooms were just for sleeping. But it was a very comfortable atmosphere. K.J. Smith says everyone living and working in close proximity led to a great work environment. It was fun. It was fun. Leaving set, going to the food trucks, having a drink afterwards. We sleep, we wake up, and it takes 10 minutes to get to work. Like, I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a great business model. No traffic, no commute, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, late night snacks, free drinks, free movies, Fun with our with our cast and crew. Like, I had the best time ever. And I honestly hope we keep this business model for the rest of our shoots. <laughs> but Tyler Perry says there were big challenges for other cast members. And keeping everyone safe was not easy. I had several people who are older and who have pre-existing conditions from heart disease to one has stage four cancer. Three others are cancer survivors. So I was very concerned about them and I couldn't legally not let them work. So I really asked them to sit it out. And they said to me, no, we, we're, we're going to come to work. We need to work. We want to work. So they were my biggest concern. And also the cast walking around without mask on in some of those intimate scenes were very concerning to me. 
I imagine, Tyler, one of the other challenges besides having adequate testing and being able to create a bubble-like atmosphere is just, I guess, uh, people's belief that this is real. You can't see this virus. They may think, hey, look, this is really not that big a deal. Did you have that, uh, you know, within the bubble? How did you deal with those types of conversations? You know, most of my people are black and brown people, so it's affecting us differently. We know three, four, five, ten people. So for us, we were, we were clear on it. We all know someone. What do you think the lesson is for people outside of Hollywood in other sectors of our society? What would you tell them? But I will tell you this, there was about six weeks of pre-production where everyone was going home, everyone would go out on the weekends and do whatever they wanted to do. I insisted that everybody wear masks. If you're going to work here, you have to wear the mask. So during that six-week period, before we went into quarantine, we had several people that would, would test every four days, and they were coming up positive on the fourth day. That, that incubation period was so dead on. They would go home on Friday, come back that Monday, and they would be positive. But we wouldn't get their results back until Tuesday. We had one person who was a transportation driver. We contact traced all the people that were in her car. Everybody wore their masks. Everybody did the right thing. None of those people were positive. We had another person that worked, that tested positive, was working with two or three people. We tested those people for weeks after. They were never positive because they wore their masks and they did the right thing. So mask work. And testing works. Contact tracing works. We had 507 people here, and we were able to manage it just doing that. Testing, isolation, and contact tracing. Since we did that interview, Sistas, along with several other Tyler Perry productions, wrapped up filming for their seasons. And according to Perry's team, this has all been accomplished with no positive COVID tests. Remember that. They also decided to close the bubble earlier this month after setting up a vaccination site at Tyler Perry Studios for cast and crew and their loved ones. It was optional and open to anyone working there. Moving forward, they say that the cast and crew will not be required to live on campus. Instead, they're going to be subject to strict protocols like rigorous COVID testing. And currently, there are other shows and movies in pre-production at the campus. In fact, the studio says they are now at full capacity. I think the success of Perry's Bubble is a reminder that the public health basics, masking, testing, distancing, all of it really does work. If you have questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might even include them on the next podcast. We'll be back Monday. Thanks for listening. Coronavirus Fact versus Fiction is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is executive producer. Zoe Saunders is the senior producer. This week's episodes were produced by Rachel Cohn, Emily Liu, Aaron Mathewson, Madeline Thompson, Nathan Miller, Jordan Gaspure, and Zachary St. Louis. Our medical writer is Andrea Kane. Tommy Bazarian is our engineer. And David Toledo is the team's production assistant. Special thanks to Ben Tinker and Amanda Seeley of CNN Health, as well as Felicia Patinkin, Ashley Lusk, Courtney Koop, and Daniel Cantor from CNN Audio.
quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.